Welcome to Stories of Divorce Resiliency. My name is Sherry Smith and I'll be your host. I am a marriage and family therapist and certified divorce coach. I work with people every day in my private practice who are in all stages of the divorce process. In this podcast, I'll be interviewing people with inspiring post-divorce stories, as well as experts from the industry to help you no matter where you are on your divorce journey. Divorce is one of life's most painful transitions. It can feel as though your life just imploded. I believe the events in our lives that are the most painful also present an opportunity for personal growth, change, and evolution. Let's start building your new life together today. Hello, and welcome to Stories of Divorce Resiliency. My name is Sherry Smith, and I'll be your host for this podcast. This is the first episode in this podcast, and today's episode, I'm going to be telling you a little bit about who might be listening to this podcast and how you might benefit from it. I'll also share with you a little bit about me and and tell you a little bit about my story and what caused me to do this work. And then I'll wrap it up by sharing with you a model that I use with my clients that they find very helpful. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. So who might be listening to this podcast? I uh, anticipate that the majority of the folks that will be listening will be female. So often I will be using the she, her pronoun. Having said that, I also anticipate having some male listeners and people from the LBGQT plus community. I hope I don't offend anyone by using the she, her pronoun. I probably will be using it for simplicity's sake, but I do plan to have guests on who are from all sexual and gender orientations. So um, I'm really excited about that. I've got some really cool guests coming up. So how might you benefit from listening to this podcast? So I will have guests on who are going to have inspiring divorce stories so that it give you hope as you go through this period of darkness in your life. I'm also going to have experts on who uh, can provide you with information and tools that you need to start rebuilding your new life post-divorce. Why might you be listening? You might be listening because you're thinking about going through a divorce and wondering if your marriage is salvageable. You might be going through a divorce and feeling overwhelmed by the process, or you might be post-divorce and recovering from it, and maybe you're feeling stuck and you don't know where to go from here. So I'm going to have a little something for everybody in this podcast. So you might be asking, who am I? Who is Sherry Smith and and how can she help me? I think that's a fair question. So I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified divorce coach. I personally came into this career later in life. I had a long career in financial services. I went back to school in 2011 at the age of 45 years old and changed careers to do this work. I am often asked why I choose to um, work in the field of divorce. And for me, it's a calling. As I share with you my story and my childhood experience, you'll understand, at least when I look back over my life, I see how the seeds were planted from the time I was a child to do this work. So my parents, who are both deceased, had a very volatile marriage. They were married for 30 years. My father was an alcoholic who ended up having a long recovery uh, in a 12-step program and became um, actually quite good at recovery and helped a lot of people. But while he was drinking, he became very angry. 
And um, as a result, he and my mother had a very volatile relationship. My mother was very codependent. And uh, although she did have a very strong streak, um, she had some health problems that prevented her from keeping herself employed. So, and um, to some degree, she was dependent on my father until she was able to have some surgery that changed her life. And she was able to build a very successful career for herself. And she actually has quite an inspirational story in her own right. My parents divorced in 1980, the day before my senior year of high school. So um, because they had been through a series of separations and reconciliations, I personally did not believe it was going to stick. I can't speak for my brother and sister, but I didn't think it was going to stick. But actually, it did stick. And it was a very nasty divorce. It was a very high conflict divorce. And my sister and brother were old enough that they weren't as affected as I was. But because um, I was still a teenager, it was very traumatic for me. So I kind of got stuck in the middle of the fight, so to speak. So that trauma followed me into my adulthood and impacted my marriage. So I actually got divorced in 1998. And it was around the 2008 that I finally, uh, after working for so many years in financial services, that I started wondering if there was a way that I could use my experience with divorce uh, and my childhood experience to help other people. So I went back to get my master's degree at 45 years old. I'm dating myself a little bit, but I went back in 2011 and got my master's in marriage and family therapy. And it was later after that that I uh, completed the certified divorce coaching training. One thing I can say since I've been divorced for quite a while is that I am very good at being single. I know how to do divorce really well. So I'm going to be able to share quite a bit with you in the course of this podcast that will help you build a very, very fulfilling life. I am a believer that you don't have to be married to be happy. Although I will say we are wired for connection. Our our brains are wired for connection. So um, if you can be in a relationship, my goal is to help you be really happy in your relationship. But I also want you to be happy in all your relationships because I believe that our relationships form our life experience. My goal is for you to be able to be armed with the knowledge you need to change any negative relationship patterns that have been recurring in your life and have more fulfilling, healthy relationships. So back to me. So uh, I describe myself as a spiritual scientist. You might ask yourself, what does that mean? What is a spiritual scientist? Well, it's kind of something that I came up with myself, but essentially what is what the way I view a spiritual scientist is uh, I have a side of myself that really loves the science of the human experience. So um, I often will say that we are spiritual beings living a human experience So the human being part of that is the science part. And then, of course, the spiritual part is a big part of what makes our lives fulfilling. So I really am fascinated by the way our brains are developed over the course of our lifespan and how our brains impact our choices, decisions and behaviors and the science behind that. I really appreciate peer reviewed science and um, research around the brain and its development. Also pull tarot cards for myself every day. And I'm a believer in astrology and pay attention to how astrological events have an impact on my personal life. So some of my topics are going to be more scientific in nature. And some of my topics are going to be more spiritual in nature. So no matter which way you lean, there'll be something for you here. What I'd like to do now is 
transition into this model that I'd like to share. This is a model that I often share with clients in my first session with them. So most of my clients come to me when they're thinking about getting a divorce. They're trying to decide if their marriage is salvageable. So this model is the stages of change model that's often used in the recovery world. And I kind of changed it up a little bit and made it appropriate for someone who's experiencing marriage ambiguity. So anyone who's considering whether or not they want to stay in their marriage is experiencing marriage ambiguity. If you are listening to this in podcast form, you're not going to be able to see this image. So I'm going to try to describe it for you so that it can be understood audibly uh, the best that I can. I also plan to launch a YouTube channel where you'll be able to see this if you'd like to go to the YouTube channel and see it if you're more of a visual person. But I'm going to do the best I can to describe it so that it can be understood uh, on the podcast. So here's the stages of change model. And if you will imagine a circle and at the upper right-hand side of the circle, you'll imagine the words pre-contemplation. And then as you move down a little bit further down on the right side of the circle, you'll imagine the word contemplation. And then a little further down on the right side, imagine the word preparation. And then a little bit further down from that, imagine the word action. And then you're going to imagine on the left side of the circle, the word reconciliation, and then imagine an arrow pointing outside of the circle and the letter A and a letter pointing to the inside of the circle and the letter B. And then you're going to imagine over to the left side outside of the circle away from the cycle is the word divorce. So with this model, these are the stages that we anybody would go through if they're making any major decision in their life. So that's why it's used in the recovery community because these stages would apply if somebody's um, trying to just determine if they want to get sober. But in this way, the way we're going to be using it today, we're going to be using it in the context of trying to decide if a divorce is appropriate. So in the pre-contemplation stage, typically uh, there's mostly hope in the marriage, but there's a little bit of doubt. So maybe you're starting to see some recurring issues in the marriage And you're starting to wonder about those recurring issues and whether they can be fixed. You may even be considering marriage counseling. So at this stage, there is mostly hope in the marriage, but a little bit of doubt starting to seep in. So then you might advance to contemplation. So in the contemplation stage of change, there's still hope, but the doubt is starting to get bigger. Sometimes you'll see this stage of change happen when marriage counseling has been attempted, but uh, it has been a failed attempt. So contemplation is when you're starting to see the same fights happening over and over again. You're starting to really notice the dysfunction in the relationship and you're starting to lose hope that it can be fixed. So that's the contemplation stage of change, but usually you aren't ready to do anything about it yet. So then you might advance to the preparation stage of change. In the preparation stage of change, um, you're starting to think through in your mind what the divorce might look like. You might have visited with an attorney to find out what the laws are in your area. You might uh, be thinking about how you might financially split everything up. You might be even thinking through custody of the kids if you have them. So at the preparation stage of change, you're really kind of in your mind thinking it through, but you're not doing anything about it yet. So then you might advance to the action stage of change. And at the action stage of change, that's when you actually make the decision to part ways. And it might be a decision that's made unilaterally, or it might be a decision that is made with your spouse. 
but you make the decision to proceed with a divorce and you let your spouse know or you decide together. Once you reach that stage of change and you've told the kids if you have them and, and you've separated, then you're down here at the bottom of the circle. You're at the post-action stage. And when you're at the post-action stage of change, sometimes there is this fear and anxiety that will bubble up. So you've got this big, scary unknown ahead of you. And you might be thinking to yourself, oh my God, what's my life going to look like? Do I really want to do, do I really want to date again and start over? What are those dating apps all about? Those seem, that seems kind of scary. Online dating, I don't want to do that. Or you might um, actually just be trying to get your feet under you as a single person. Maybe you aren't even thinking about dating. Or maybe you've even experimented a little with dating and had a few dates and it's been disappointing. So if that's the case, you might uh, be starting to get nostalgic about what you came from. It might start to look uh, comfortable and familiar. You might think to yourself, you know what, I did that for X number of years and, and I know I can do it again. And um, I'm just going to, I'm going to go back to that because that's what feels familiar and comfortable to me. Um, and there's really no real change happening. You're just going back to what's familiar out of fear and anxiety. That is reconciliation B. Uh, the other option is maybe you've been out on your own. You've had a few dates and you and your, your former spouse are starting to have conversations that have a depth that wasn't there before. Maybe you're starting to take ownership. You're both taking ownership in a way you didn't before. Maybe you're starting to see each other's perspective in a way you didn't before. And you decide, you know what? I see now, I see why we fell in love and this marriage is really worth trying to fix. So you get into marriage counseling again, or you try it for the first time and you really dig in. You, you do the heavy lifting and you really break through that anxiety in the marriage, that homeostasis in the marriage, and you get to this higher level of functioning. It's like, Marriage 2.0, it's a better marriage than the one you had before. It's the it's bigger, better marriage. That is reconciliation A. And honestly, if you're going to reconcile, that's the only reconciliation you want to go for. Because if you do reconciliation B, you're probably going to go back through these stages again, and you might do it again and again until you end up over here in divorce. So you really are just, in most cases, kicking the can down the road. Or you're going to stay locked in a really dysfunctional, unhappy marriage. And you're not doing anybody any favors if you do that. So what I find in my practice is that most people will bounce around between pre-contemplation, contemplation, and maybe preparation and reconciliation B. So you kind of do this cycle and then you never really get to action. You might flirt with action or get right up to the line of action, but you don't actually take action. So most people will do that cycle. Uh, they've been doing it for years, usually by the time they come to see me. And my goal and my work with my clients is to say, okay, first, we want to determine whether or not reconciliation A is even an option for you. And if it is, let's talk through what that might look like and how you might go about it and how you might approach your spouse and how, what conversation you might want to have with them. And I'll coach you through that conversation. If that's not even a possibility, then we want to honor each of these stages, take your time, slow down, honor each one of these stages of change, and they're unique for everybody. And then we want to move to divorce. And we want to, if you take it slow, if you slow it down, it tends to go so much better for the whole family. You might ask yourselves, so Sherry, are you pro-divorce? And the answer to that is no, I'm not pro-divorce, even though divorce is part of my brand. I am pro healthy 
marriage, healthy, happy marriage. If you are stuck in a dysfunctional marriage that cannot be fixed, no matter what, and you're doing it for the kids, you are not doing anybody any favors. And I cannot articulate that enough. Staying in an unhappy, dysfunctional marriage for your kids' sake is not doing them any favors. You're not doing yourself any favors or your spouse any favors. So I want you to take a minute and think about what was modeled for you when you were a child. What did your parents model for you? And how might you be repeating some of that in your own marriage? Would you want for your kids what you have right now in your marriage? So those are all things that you want to consider as you are weighing your options right now. So in a future episode, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the attachment theory. And the attachment theory is all about how we attach to our caregivers and what's modeled for us and how that impacts how we show up in our own relationships. I just think it's very important that if a marriage is not salvageable, that you consider divorce. If it is salvageable, absolutely make a go of that. But it's better to be happy, healthy, fulfilled, united co-parents, if that's possible, uh, than it is to stay in a really unhappy, dysfunctional marriage for your kids' sake. So uh, I'm going to suggest that you check out my website if you'd like to learn more about me. It's divorceresiliency.com. On my website, you will find services that I offer. I try to make something available to anyone, no matter your budget. Um, I do offer in-person HIPAA-compliant virtual sessions in the states of North and South Carolina. By the way, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, if you can't tell from my accent. I'm going to be adding more states in the future, uh, so stay tuned for that. I offer individual sessions for people that want to have the safe space to be able to talk to someone and know that it's going to be confidential. I offer the individual sessions for that. I also offer divorce coaching and discernment counseling sessions for couples. Now, those tend to be limited in scope, usually around five sessions, and they are not considered marriage counseling. Discernment counseling is for couples who have marriage ambiguity and they're trying to decide which direction they want to go in. Usually one of three paths is chosen. Either uh, you choose to commit to the marriage and try to shoot for that reconciliation A, or you choose the divorce path, or you choose a path of staying as it is. And just in my mind, that's just kind of kicking the can down the road. But we, if I work with you as a couple, we can talk through that and what, what that might look like. Divorce coaching for couples tends to be more about both people have decided that divorce is the path chosen and they want to know how to go about that in a way that's not adversarial. My individual sessions can fall usually under three camps, thinking about it, going through it or recovering from it. So any anybody who's anywhere on that divorce spectrum, I can work with you individually. I also offer a masterclass slash support group called from Survive to Thrive. So that group is for women and it is limited to eight women and it's offered for eight weeks virtually via Zoom. You have an opportunity to share in the group, but you also uh, have some education part to it where you learn how to change how you show up in relationships. It's a lot of the information that I share in my book and as well as um, in my individual sessions and it's available in a group setting. Coming soon will be From Survive to Thrive eCourse. 
So I'll be offering that same um, information in an e-course format. It's downloadable. That will be coming soon. And then I'll also have a book. I kind of give you a high level overview of everything you need to know about a divorce. It's called Divorce Resiliency, Release the Trauma of Your Divorce and Reconnect with Your Best Self. In the book, I share a little bit more detail about my personal history, my family history, and what led me to do this work. It's a short book. It's only about 150 pages, but it packs a powerful punch, gives you everything you need to know to get through it. So um, that book is available on Amazon, and there's also a link available on my website. So to wrap up for today, hopefully um, this, this podcast episode is kind of giving you an overview of what to expect and whether or not this podcast will benefit you. If you have um, a story that you feel might be inspiring that you'd like to share, please email me at info at divorceresiliency.com. Also, you can email me there if you have a topic that you think might be interesting to share. So I look forward to getting to know everybody better, and I hope that you find the information that I share useful. This is kind of a culmination of my life's work. And I'm thrilled and excited to be able to share it with you. So uh, we'll see you soon. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And please tune back in. If you are interested in following this podcast, click the follow button so you'll be informed of any episodes that come out as soon as they're available. Take care and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do you feel you have an inspiring post-divorce story that can help others? If so, please drop an email to info at divorceresiliency.com. If you'd like to be informed when new episodes are released, please click the follow button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Please feel free to leave a review. Until next time, have a great week.